Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on. Be exalted, O oh God. Above the heavens, let your glory be over all the earth. Be exalted, God. Be thou exalted, O 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 God. the heavens, say above the nations, hallelujah, let your glory be,
is. Amen. Well, we want to give God glory for this another day he's blessed us to see. I want to give a special shout out to my niece's 27th birthday. It's Sydney's 27th birthday. Happy birthday, Sydney. And I also want to give a shout out to my nephew. He's on the call. And I want to thank him, Chris, for listening to the Love Gospel Hour on today. And I want us to keep also uh, Eloise and Brenda and Buddy in our prayers. We want to lift them up before the Lord and ask a special blessing for them on today. And so we're going to keep on expecting the great. Come on, we're going to offer a hand. Come on, y'all. Like evil has won. Oh, 
politicians get heard From the throne room to back the readers, you heard Known for that, must commence Rocket that crowd we act Believe I pray for that Yo, I keep my stance on the rock like this So if two, three or more decide to lock wrists You better come strong, faith long in this Cause with Brits and CC, you know God in the mix
bigger. He is so much bigger than everything that we go through. I just want to give honor and praise to God who, oh my gosh, I just don't even want to do this life without him. I thank the Lord for Gigi and this ministry that she has. And um, I praise the Lord every day for my spouse who supports me. Uh, Scripture for today comes from 1 Samuel 17 and 33. It says, Then Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight him, for you are only a young man, and he has been a warrior since his youth. Um, Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord God, I just thank you. I thank you for being bigger. I thank you for just um, overtaking my life and, Father, just giving me a reason and a purpose to live. Father God, I thank you for all that you do for us, Lord God. I'm praying for our nation. And, Lord God, I'm just uh, asking that you allow me to sit down as you stand up in me as I give this word. Lord God, I love you and I praise you. These things I pray in your holy son, Jesus' name. Amen. I want to talk today about giants. Um, And I just want you to know that God is bigger than our giants. Giants are real. Giants are not some figment of our imagination. Giants are not something that... You dreamt up. Giants are problems and pressures and pains and persecutions we will have to face from time to time in our lives, those things that seem so wide that you can't get around them, and they seem so high that you can't get over them. In our text, we find the familiar story of David and Goliath. As First Samuel 17 opens, we read about a war raging in a wide valley called Elah. The Philistines were ready to battle Israel. The Philistines sent out a man named Goliath. Back in those days, uh, in order to save lives of many soldiers, each side would just send out one man to do the battle. The Philistines' one man was Goliath. He was six cubits and a span tall, or nine feet, nine inches tall. The Israelites' one man was a mere child. I want you to recognize in this story that there is far more at stake than just a little man defeating a big man. You must recognize that this is a picture of great struggles that are taking place in the lives of God's people. As God's people, we need to understand that we can either run from our giants or we can confront them. So first, let's examine what running from our giants brings us. You know, Israel's trouble with giants started back in Numbers. Two years in the wilderness, Israel had arrived at the banks of the Jordan River. God had promised them the land on the other side of Jordan, but they stopped to send in spies to examine the land. When those spies returned, they reported that the land was a good land, but it was a land inhabited by many great giants. In fact, Of the 12, 10 of the spies were absolutely terrified of the giants that they had seen. But two 
Caleb and Joshua, who had seen the same giant, tried their best to get the people to trust in the Lord, tried to get the people to enter Canaan, tried to get the people to claim the land that God had already given them. But the people listened to the majority report and refused to battle their giants. I want to tell you that majority does not always rule. The majority is not always right. As a result, they were all condemned to 40 years in the wilderness wandering, to wander until that faithless generation had died out. Forty years later, they arrived back at the Jordan River. Moses speaks to them to prepare them to enter Canaan. As he does, he lets them know that they're about to face some giants on the other side of Jordan. What's the point? Israel fled from those giants 40 years earlier. When their children came back 40 years later, the giants were still there, and they had to be faced. They had to be confronted in order to inhabit the land. You may not want to face your giants now. You may want to run from them in fear. You may want to avoid them and hope that they will just go away. You need to know that your giants will not just go away. They must be confronted, and they can be defeated. If you run from what you fear today, tomorrow you're still afraid. If you don't face that enemy today, tomorrow that enemy will still be there. Situations don't just go away. We sweep them under the rug. We ignore them. We act like they just don't exist. But just like with the case of the Israelites 40 years later, the giants are still there. God is bigger than your giants. So we must courageously confront our giants. I want us to take a moment and notice what David saw as he looked and confronted Goliath. He saw a nine-foot, nine-inch man decked out in brass armor. The scripture says that he had a helmet of brass on his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail, which is overlapping metal plates, which weighed 5,000 shekels of brass. This equates to 78 pounds. He had bronze skin protectors on his legs and a bronze javelin hung between his shoulders. And the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam. And his spear's head weighed 600 shekels of iron. The head of the spear alone weighed 11 pounds. Goliath even had a servant standing in front of him holding up his shield. As we read these verses, we can envision that Goliath was an impressive man. He seemed unstoppable. He presented himself as someone who would not go down. How massive is your giant? Is your giant so big that it is stopping you dead in your tracks? Does your giant seem unstoppable? Before David could fight Goliath, he had to realize and recognize who and what he was facing. David had to confront his giant in his mind and in his heart before he ever tried to attack him. He knew that there was no way around Goliath. Goliath was no ordinary adversary. 
we have to we have to confront our giants in our hearts and in our minds before we even think about going. We have to make sure we take God with us. Goliath was a representative of the Philistines. He called out for someone, anyone from the army of Israel to fight him. Goliath was aggressive. He was persistent. Every day, twice a day, for 40 days, Goliath stood in the territory that belonged to Israel and demanded that someone fight him. The size of Goliath, the sound of Goliath, the strength of Goliath was frightening. The people of God were actually in bondage of fear because of some giant that stood against them and their God. Goliath wanted God to surrender so they could serve his people. When we read verses 32 through 37, we see that David went before King Saul to explain to him that Goliath must be defeated. Saul and the army of Israel were men that were being dominated by the giants. But David came before King Saul as a person dominated by God. While King Saul couldn't understand why David wanted to go out and face Goliath, David couldn't get over the fact of what God had done for him in the past. King Saul kept talking about how big Goliath was compared to them. David began to talk about how small Goliath was compared to his God. I'm telling you, God is bigger. King Saul began to, began to repeat his excuses. David began to remember his experiences. David kept a spiritual file in his mind and in his heart of the things that God had already done for him. I can hear David after listening to King Saul and his excuses tell him, King Saul, you're right. I'm just a teenager. I'm just a little shepherd boy. But I would like to share something with you. There was a day when a bear attacked my sheep and took one of them. God gave me strength to go over to that bear, take my little sheep out of his mouth, and then I killed the bear. Soon after that, a lion attacked my sheep. But God gave me the strength to look at that lion straight in the eyes. I pulled his beard and I killed him. King Saul, the same God that gave me strength to overcome the bear and lion will give me strength to kill this uncircumcised Philistine. Let me at him. David knew that he could confront and challenge Goliath based on the fact of what God had already done for him in the past. You see, while David was faithfully tending his sheep all alone, facing and defeating the bear and the lion, God was preparing him to face Goliath. There are two things that you need to understand about what God is doing in your life. One, the little battles in our lives are getting us ready for the big battle we are going to face. And two, private victories are preparing us for public victories. David could challenge Goliath because he knew that since God took care of him in the past, God could and would take care of him in the present. David had nothing to fear in his present because of what God did for him in his past. I believe that it would do you some good to go back to your spiritual filing cabinet and pull up some files of what God did for you in your past. 
You should never forget what God has done for you in the past. As you look back over the circumstances and situations you've been through, you will discover that God was just preparing you to face the giants that are ahead of you. Remember this. If God gave you strength and victory in the past, he will give you strength and victory in your present and future situations. David's confidence was not in his own abilities. He was no match for Goliath. David's confidence was not in his armor because David even refused to wear men's clothing. David was not going to dress like Goliath and look like Goliath and act like Goliath so he could go out and try to to defeat Goliath. David understands that it was not by might nor by his power. It was by God's spirit. David's confidence rested in the God that brought him through the past. There is, that is where the battle was won. David knew that his God was bigger than Goliath. If you're facing a giant in your life, the only thing you can do is to put your faith in the God who can do all things. Don't look at your giant from an earthly point of view. Look at it from heaven's point of view. God is bigger than any giant that you will ever face. David was not afraid, nor did he hesitate about going out to meet Goliath. We are told that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistines. I can hear King Saul and his army. David, don't go. He's too big to hit. I can hear David as he runs at Goliath. (laughs) You've got it all wrong. He's too big to miss. David faced Goliath in the name of the Lord. The scripture says, Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. I don't have to remind you that there is power in the name of the Lord. When you face your giant, take time to whisper the name of Jesus. It will give you comfort, calmness, and courage. David faced Goliath with the weapons from the Lord. David had a sling, and he had five stones. David knew that the battle was in the hands of the Lord. As David ran at Goliath, he reached into his bag. He pulled out a smooth stone. He put that stone in his sling, and he threw it at Goliath. The stone sunk right in the forehead of Goliath, and he fell immediately to the ground. That was the last thing that entered into the mind of Goliath, that smooth stone that David threw. David stood over Goliath, then he took the sword of Goliath and cut off his head. As you face your giants and fight your giants and finish your giants, people will begin to ask what makes you so different. You just tell them that you have Jesus in your life fighting your battles for you. It makes no difference what you're facing. It makes no difference what your giant might be. You can defeat any giant that comes your way as long as you take God to battle with you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When David defeated Goliath, others were blessed. Others were watching how you face your giants also. When you allow God to give you victory over your giants, Others will be encouraged and blessed. 
Jacqueline Carr says it this way, you're bigger than the universe. You're bigger than the sun and the stars. You're bigger than the things, all that could tear you apart, me apart. You're bigger than the problems I face. You're bigger than the disasters I've seen. You're bigger than the things on my own mind that could tear me apart. God is bigger than your giant. You just need the faith to face him. If God gave you strength and victory in the past, he will give you strength and victory in your present and future situations. All you have to do is have faith. If you have not already, you need to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God and that Jesus died and was raised on the third day just for your sins. The scripture says you need to believe this in your heart and then confess this with your mouth. Then you will be saved from your sins. Jesus will face your giants with you if you have them in your heart and let him. Remember, God is bigger. Thank you. Well, we want to thank Minister Benji Allen for that awesome anointed word of God on today, confronting your giants. So let's go on and let's start to boast in the Lord. If life has anything to gain at all, I'll count a loss if I can't hear you, feel you, cause I need you, can't walk this earth alone, I recognize I'm not my own, so before I fall, I need to hear you, feel you, as I live to make my boast in you alone. With every breath I take. With every heartbeat, sunrise or the moonlight in a dark street. Every glance, every dance, every note of a song. It's all a gift undeserved that I shouldn't have known. Every day that I lie, every moment I covet. I'm deserving to die, I'm just earning your judgment. Ah, without the cross, there's only condemnation. If Jesus wasn't executed, there's no celebration. So in times that are good, in times that are bad, for any times that I've had it all, I will be glad. And I will boast in the cross, I'll boast in my pain. I will boast in the sunshine, boast in his rain. What's my life if it's not praising you? Another dollar in my bank account, a vein for two. I do not count my life as any value or precious at all. Let me finish my race, let me answer. If been obligated to give us life if we fought for our rights we'd be in hell tonight mere sinners owe nothing but a fierce hand we never loved him we pushed away his fierce hands i rejected his love grace kindness and mercy dying of thirst yet willing to die thirsty eternally worthy how could i live for less Patiently you turn my heart away from selfishness I volunteer for your sanctifying surgery I know the Spirit's purging me of everything that's hurting me Remove the veil from my darkened eyes So now every morning I open your word and see the sunrise I hope in nothing, boasting nothing, only in your suffering I live to show you glory, dying to tell your story This life hasn't been a game at all I'll count the loss if I can't hear 
man will prove to be a snare. But whosoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. Amen. I tell you, God is so good. I want to give a shout-out to my husband, Virgil, my greatest supporter. I want to thank you for supporting me. I want to thank Jeffrey, Rochelle, and I want to thank uh, Eunice. All those who are on the line listening today, I want to thank you very much. Um, We want to keep on going, and I want to tell you, listen, I ain't perfect, and I know y'all not perfect, so don't judge me. This that new Kiki exclusive, y'all. Hot, fire, let's go. I did it all for the first time. Made a mistake, but I remind. I broke it on the one time. Well, I did it on my way. Fixed it on the front line. I'm over the paint. If I'm dancing with Judge me. 
That was fine. You can't depend on God. If you ever get in a situation like this, Michael, and don't know which way to turn, you can depend on God to see you
The Lord is truly mighty. We know that he is mighty, and that's why we are so grateful that we have him on our side and that we're on the winning side. I forgot. I want to take time to pray for the Ukrainians right now. When I talk about fighting in war, they're in war right now over there, and we want to pray their strength in the Lord in the name of Jesus. It says, the word says, rejoicing in hope, patience in tribulation, continually instant in our prayers. You know, we have to keep those people lifted before us. Now, there is, let's talk women spiritually-based support service that's available on Friday night from 5.30 to 7 p.m., Call our own minister, Darius Smith, at 763-300-4144 for more information. And so we've heard about how we've depended on God. We've talked about how, you know, you know, don't judge me. But now I want to talk to you about um, all God's children will be there. How they done my Lord He bled and died On Calvary Cross He has gone to prepare a place But he's coming again someday We'll meet him over in glory someday All God's children will be there Oh yeah Him. And if you know him, get to know him better. 
this will be concluding our show for the hour. I'm going to play our last song, and I hope you come back to join us next week. Always remember Jesus. Lift those hands, lift those hands. Uh, Stay right there, Jimmy. Listen. Always remember Jesus. Jesus.
Always remember Jesus. Enjoy the rest of your day. You guys be blessed. And just I love you with the love of the Lord. This concludes the Love Gospel Hour. See you on next week. And if you have anyone that you know that would like the show, our number is 516-387-1471. They can call in or they can get online and listen to the show at Blog Talk Radio forward slash Myrene Wise. Be blessed and y'all enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.